folks. Welcome again to another edition here of the wonderful and the exciting, as always, Mind of Magnus on WRFZ LP Rochester, Rochester Free Radio. And as I always say, the cool kids listening in online on their smart devices and on their computers, their laptops, whatever you have in front of you at rosterfreeradio.com. Uh, we love doing it. We're just chatting with George here on a Monday night, talking about his uh, listener base popping in. We've seen a whole bunch of folks on the IceCast. So uh, thanks again for joining in. Uh, if you guys are actually downloading our podcast, thanks you as well. Uh, you guys, anywhere you can find podcasts, where it's iTunes, Google, or Spreaker, any place else you can find it, just uh, download it out. Mind of Magnus, hit subscribe. Let us know what you're liking it, listening to it. Have a blast there. Uh, give a thank you to all the folks that make this show and all the shows on Rochester Free Radio possible. Uh, we have the uh, the lovely folks of Air Rec Radio. These two cool guys making cool radio happen. Uh, I love listening to them. They are a people that really are much more uh, versed on the news than I am. And uh, I, they have no problem talking about it. So check out airrecradio.com and you won't be let down. They're pretty fun. Uh, if you're a Patreon supporter here for Rochester Free Radio, thank you so much. Go to uh, rochesterfreeradio.com. Uh, click on the big orange button. A couple dollars a month is all we ask for, and uh, it keeps the lights on, keeps the microphone uh, nice and hot and working for us, uh, keeps the headphones on my head, everything else. So uh, Patreon supporters, uh, thank you so much. I'm going to take a quick break, though, real quick to mention this, that people have came, uh, have written in, asked if we have a Patreon uh, page for this radio station, a uh, radio show specifically. And uh, no, I always tell people... Uh, if you want to toss some money our way, uh, go right to the Roster Free Radio uh, Patreon page and uh, a couple dollars a month. Or you can do one lump sum to one of the uh, GoFundMe accounts going on or something else that way. Uh, it uh, makes a big difference to everything around here. So thank you for those folks who are doing it. Uh, my other guy I give the thanks to every time to make the uh, show as wonderful as it is, is the guy behind the glass box, Mr. Matt Obscure himself. Hello there, Matt Obscure. How you doing? I'm here to chew bubblegum. And do radio. <laughs> Wait, you you bubblegum. Oh, gosh, darn it. No, uh, Sorry, everybody. Yeah, darn. Oh, my God. Look at that. Oh, you should keep this going, by the way. Another Roddy Piper quote. We had uh, a bunch of a pile of fluffy ducks. I'm just a great big pile of fluffy baby ducks. <laughs> the greatest thing anyone has ever said to me. Oh, my God. I mean, he could have said, like, a single, like, dull sentence. It would have been awesome coming out of that man's mouth. So, oh, my gosh. So, we are getting in the uh, the holiday spirit. Last week, we had uh, Nick Brandwithin talking about his uh, show, which is still up. It's up till November. Uh, go to Maker's uh, Gallery over on 34 Elton Street. Check them out. It is a wonderful experience. I went there this past weekend um, and uh, got a chance to see some really cool stuff. It's, and it's not just prints. It's, it's light up stuff, push buttons. You have to interact with it. It is a great time. Uh, and actually, I saw you did some autumn things as well, keeping the spirit this weekend there, Mr. Matt. I did. We went out to Bristol for the fall festival. We are some of the lucky folks that made it through all the crazy traffic out there. <laughs> uh, it was backed yeah. up into Bloomfield. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, I, I saw everyone, all my happy friends who are the early birds, a lot of the nurses, which I think makes sense. They're usually pretty quick about being on time and things. Yeah. But uh, it looked like a great time. Uh, you did the uh, lift up and down the... Hell, what else you do there? I did. I would say I highly recommend it, but then everybody would show up and there's no chance we'd get in. So <laughs> it's the best time I've had all fall. Please stay away next year. Uh, it was so much cool stuff. They had some alpacas for, for the kid to pet and Aww. food trucks and a, a beer tasting. I saw some bands playing there too, right? The cool thing was they had bands at the top and bottom of the hill. 
Oh, that's genius. So, yeah, you, you leave from the bottom of the hill. It's kind of like at the, the chalet there. They had people out on the deck playing. And then you mm-hmm. got up to the top, and where they've got the little sign-in for the aerial adventure up there, yeah. they had another band playing. Oh, so you awesome. had music at both sides. Nice. And then halfway through, you hit kind of a dead spot where there was no sound except the wind on the, the ski lift. Mm-hmm. And it was the most serene, like, zen moment you could have. It's it just, <laughs> just you and foliage. It was, I think I'm really old because it was one of the best things that's happened all weekend. Oh, nice. That's, I'm glad. It's a beautiful area. I mean, I grew up down in that neck of the woods. So, uh, And I can imagine the traffic for those that road. It's only a two-lane road, so it just goes and goes and stops and doesn't it, move. So. It was unreal. Coming both directions trying to turn into to Bristol, it was wild. <laughs> just drive over the hill just next time. Just go off-road. That's what you got to <laughs> Just as well. Um, so we've been having a blast talking about Halloween, talking about getting ourselves in the spirit. Uh, said if you missed out on that, you can still drive down and see the trees. You may not be able to go up around the lifts and stuff. Uh, but our show tonight is going to be keeping on a fun theme. Uh, my Halloween would not be the same if I didn't have Eric Lehman a part of it. Um, those who are fans of the show uh, will know he's one of actually another one we've had a bunch of guests, a bunch of times on here. He's been a repeat guest. He was my very first guest for this show. Uh, he actually stepped in. I had a guest to cancel last minute, and he stepped in the very first time. And it has been uh, one of the my favorite parts about this show is when he jumps in. And we'll be hearing more from him, of course, as Halloween uh, approaches. We got some more ghost stories and stuff. But tonight. We are trying to keep you guys in the mood for Halloween. So we're going to get you another chance to experience some great art and great sort of moments. Um, so we, we have uh, we were chatting with him. Actually, this is going to be a uh, an interview I did. This is one of our remote interviews. We're getting bigger and better with our radio show here. This is high production value. Magnus did this last night in an undisclosed location. <laughs> Which you'll hear about in the, in the interview, of course. Uh, but yeah, we had uh, Eric. He's a busy man. Eric Lehman is, if people don't know, uh, he 1975 gallery, uh, just 1975 ish is his Instagram handle. He is a gallery owner uh, that changes how people interact with art and gallery and how the artist and the art viewer does it. It's an amazing experience. And his show is the 10 year anniversary of uh, so 10 years of 1975. It's, uh, the, it's called the Dearly Departed Show. It's taking place in the South Wedge. Um, uh, 661 uh, the uh, South Ave there and I got a chance to sit with Eric got a chance to talk uh, kind of talk shop with him see how it's going and uh, it was nice it, we actually it's one of those Matt you appreciate this being in front of a microphone but in your you're in your couch you were we were actually had a interview of him completely in his space and it was just a beautiful experience I figured so you sent a photo last night and you two looked like it was the most relaxed easygoing conversation and, and listening to it this morning as I was editing it mm-hmm. it shows it's it's a blast to listen to I, I enjoyed it a lot I'm looking forward to hearing it the second time nice so I'm what do you forward say? To hear it. Yeah, sounds great to me uh, it sounds good so there won't be any live stuff happening today but uh, tweet along if you have any questions I'll pass them along and uh, thanks so much so without further ado mr. Eric Lehman of 1975. Eric, thank you for having me sit down in your lovely abode here, surrounded by amazing art. The uh, Artatorium. Artatorium. That's a great term for that. Um, <laughs> hello, I, hello, hello. Yeah, if people don't realize, this is actually one of the first nice, uh, like, so we have a podcast rig we've been using, and uh, we've been trying to get more and more use out of it. And uh, this is actually going and interviewing a guest uh, on site here. So can you describe the your room we're in right now? So we're in my uh, living room right now. Uh, it is a lovely cocoa brown for soothing my soul and keeping mm-hmm. me calm while working too much. Uh, <laughs> we're probably surrounded by a uh, hundred some pieces of original art. Yeah, I could easily, 
Yeah, it's it, about, I just added at least 10 last week uh, up until the walls to kind of mix some stuff up. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's just been, it's been my happy place for many years. <laughs> it is one of the, my favorite places in Rochester. Actually, one of my favorite uh, places in the world. I, like Aww. traveling, this is uh, I've, it rivals galleries, many galleries I've been to. Right. Like if I had given an option, I would like I go right tour the the yeah. Eric Lehman you know yeah. collection. Well, and that's one of the things too. You know, part of my love of art is all about the stories behind each piece, mm-hmm. right? And it, it may be the story of the art itself. It may be the story of how it came to be in my possession. Um, <laughs> Lampin. <laughs> um, you know, and, and, and I've given three-hour tours in my house. Yeah, when I first like, came, it was the, you want the long tour or the short tour. And yeah, I, 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 <laughs> do you yeah. want the nickel or do you want the dollar? <laughs> yeah, I, I think I was warned I need to have camping gear if I do the full tour. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, But even the, the, the short tour, I, I would I, – I was – just lost with uh, what I was seeing. I mean, like I recognize a, a lot of these artists. Yeah. Um, thank you for being with, with 1975, bring them in. Mm. You're sharing stuff or just kind of talking about it on Instagram or just your love of art just permeates everyone around you because you like sharing really cool stuff. Yeah. So. I mean, that went to goes with the hoarder of cool. Hashtag, <laughs> and my dad's a hoarder of stuff. Uh, I have chosen to be a hoarder of cool. That's good. Um, if you don't lean into it, I guess you're going to be know, hoarding gonna anyway. Own, make I got to cool. own it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and make it make it work for me. <laughs> <laughs> and it does. Like you, it, you like I said, there's there's easily a hundred pieces. I'm staring at right now. Everything from, I mean, there's a bunch of skulls. I noticed. There's yeah, yeah. There'll always here. be skulls everywhere. <laughs> if, it's, if I'm involved, there's a skull somewhere. But I mean, there's some large pieces. There is like yeah. work that's looming behind me. Yeah. That, that is, one's Aaron Horky. I love him on Instagram. He's yeah, one of my favorite people to follow. Ridiculous illustrator. I just actually I was commenting on his stuff uh, just yesterday about like literally how he raises the bar for me. Like I try to do line work yeah. because of what he does. We've talked to him about coming for wall therapy. At some oh my point. god! So I would geek out. Had him. We almost had him, and then there was a conflict. So uh, and those who don't know, Eric Lehman also uh, co-curator, okay. just man behind a lot of just the. Keeps the uh, engines running. I'm the mean dad behind wall therapy. Wall therapy, it's amazing. <laughs> the disciplinarian. <laughs> <laughs> Just do it. Look, search hashtags for wall therapy. Instagram, uh, wall therapy NY. Right. Yep, um, yep. Uh, just check it out. It's it's one of my favorite things about Rochester. Uh, actually, we had um, working in the South Wedge. I see people coming up to me, uh, and uh, people are standing and taking pictures of the wall therapy, and I'm impromptu dose it sometimes. Like, go oh, yeah. from here, go this and that. Yep. And it has been a great pleasure to watch these smiling faces just like uh, on a wall therapy hunt. The woman came into a, a store I was helping uh, the other day, and her whole reason she was there, she was actually following and going around and checking every wall therapy mural on the map. That's awesome. And uh, oddly enough, I had a bunch of stickers on me, so I gave a bunch of the wall therapy stickers. Uh, She actually was bopping around this past year, a picture with her and Vincent and a bunch of other folks. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I I mean, if you take – I've told people, like, if you take the tour with me, the speed tour, Mm -hmm. it's over six hours to see every (laughs) single piece, every single mural. I know where all the stuff is, obviously – it just takes. I like how you break long? the tour of the house, the tour of wall therapy. You know that there's patterns. Like you do the quick one, but yeah, still, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's it's like all right. Well, how much time you have? This is what we can do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I will forever say this for your most one of the most amazing men for uh, curating shows for 1975 and in the only man I've ever seen has curated a citywide mural. Like you, you are the city is a 
gallery for 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 the masses, yeah. curated and brought you know, amazing talent in. Yeah. I mean, how many murals does Walter? I mean, there's two have? of us. I mean, there's two. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I, I'm just we're just folks, man. But it's yeah. Uh, but yeah, Ian Wilson's project and just we've we've. I've been fortunate to become its really cool uncle who mm. makes sure to, you know, oh, we love the cool too. stuff. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so far we've put up 132 official murals. Nice. Um, we've lost maybe about 10 to 15 just from wear or de- demolition or vandalism, mm-hmm. but still Relatively pretty low fantastic. Number, that's, yeah. That's... It's a pretty still fantastic <laughs> odds. Um, but what was the other question? Uh, oh, this, this is our, our, our we're our, rambling. That's oh, curating, but yeah, I, I, I mean, with that, it's it's you know having I I, th- I think I was four years into doing 1975 when I p- met up and eventually partnered with Ian mm-hmm. on wall therapy, and it was really like that for the 2012 year with wall therapy, absolutely changed how I viewed my role in the city. Mm-hmm. Right and and the power of art to uh, improve people's lives and and communicate to to people who wouldn't normally see it, mm. um, people who are afraid of galleries because they you know the society is has is elitist and classist and has made it so that people don't think they should be appreciating art mm-hmm. um, and as you see you know <laughs> our scenery around here um, it's like for me, I, I think everyone should, you know, not maybe not this crazy, but, um, you know, it, I think a, a life can be absolutely enriched by surrounding itself with art. You know, oh, I believe it's, it. It's daily inspiration. And also, it's nice that, I mean, it's like a lack of a better term, nothing against the company, but like there's peer one art, people who are going to buy just kind of the mass produced stuff. And then looking at these pieces of work, like I'm surrounded by right now, or the, the, the wall therapy murals and stuff, it is. Talented in, individuals that have yep. made just th- these pieces that are just stand out. I mean, like you have originals. I mean, I'm staring at stuff that it's almost all originals. Yeah, yeah. I that's mean, I, I don't. There's I have 375 prints right now in my personal collection. I'd like you to know that number right offhand. I, I, I've been documenting. <laughs> <laughs> I've been documenting. It may actually be up a little bit, but yeah, it's about 375 prints um, in various boxes and uh, flat files. Um, I was I was trying to get my steps in one night, and I decided to count just while I was walking uh-huh. back and forth through the through all the rooms to try mm-hmm. and see how much art was actually here. And that's when I real I found out on the first floor there's 170 pieces of original art, um, plus all the cans and plus all you know the, the wall. I, I have basically we we have Walter Artists sign stickers and we put them on used cans. They're one of my favorite things. So I have some in my like house. Too, yeah, it's yeah. like a little souvenir. Like it's a way to recycle the can so it doesn't go, mm-hmm. you know, ruin the environment anymore mm-hmm. than it already has. Um, but then they're they're mementos, they're keepsakes. Um, they're st- again, they're another story to tell. Mm-hmm. Um, another conversation piece. I have a Connor Harrington's one, like in my office, yeah. and like I have a bunch of ones. Actually, I'm I, someone commented one day that a lot of the ones I have in my possession are friends as well. Like I have John Perry's and yeah. uh, the Shawnee Hill one, something else. Yeah. Like I know them, else, but it's something kind of cool. That's memento for me is also that that was kind of the home well, time proud. Yeah, I mean, proud. I don't know if we want to get into that one, but you know, it's it's that was a hell day. That was a 22-hour day, the first day of 20 Walt well, every 2013. Yeah, I remember. Like, I got up at 7:30 and I went to bed at 5:30 a.m. I remember the that next was day and and part of it was like helping Connor and and you, you know, it's That was on the lift. You getting him. to be on the lift to help help paint paint the the outlines for it 
and uh you know it's it's obviously super awesome to to be a part of this project but it's so even so much cooler to watch people get to meet people they admire yeah so uh the the reason we brought you back in here to this tonight uh for the part of the show is that 1975 one of the coolest uh things that ever to hit the rochester is coming back for a <laughs> uh coming back for the anniversary show right it's just the, yeah dude it's it's 10 years, 10 years uh, since i started this really unexpected art adventure um and I know we talked about in 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 the episode one uh, mm-hmm. a bit. Uh, I mean, 1975 started on as a dare. Um, you know, to, to, well, I guess we can recap that a little bit. Um, yeah, please do. Yeah. I, I so in in 2007, I I was you know I, I work at RIT full time. That's my gig. I've been there 19 years, and I was uh, at lunch with my then roommate Josh. And at the you know the SAU uh, in in at RIT, and he's like, "Why are you still here, man? Like you could be doing so much cooler stuff." And I was like, "Well, I actually, still enjoy my job, <laughs> but uh, you know, I'm like, and I got adult stuff to worry about. I got to pay my mortgage. I got a car payment. It's all nonsense stuff that it's I don't not you know it was funny because it's kind of a self defeating response. But mm-hmm. he uh, he just kind of looks at me. He's like, "Well, what would you do if, if you didn't have to worry about that stuff?" which no one had ever really asked, you know, yeah, like yeah. the random question. And without skipping a beat, I was like, oh, that's easy. I'd have an art gallery with the design studio in the back to help pay the bills. That and he like just kind of looked at me. I was like, well, why not then? <laughs> and it ate, ate at me mm-hmm. for the entire day. Uh, and he showed up because he was living here. Mm-hmm. And um, when he showed up, it was like 10 o'clock that night after his classes. I like, pop out of my room. and I was like, all right, man. Uh, one year from now, I'm having my first show. I don't know how, I don't know where, I don't know what, but uh, I'm going to figure this out. I, I can't get it out of my head. Hmm. And through the roller coaster, go back to episode one and listen to that uh, to archive.org. <laughs> <laughs> Good plug. Good job. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> it's almost like I've done it before. Um, but yeah, if you go back to that, you can hear like the longer story. Um, and it was 11 months later. Uh, so it was October 2008. Uh, we had inauguration, it was called, and it was in the uh, original Surface Salon location. They had been open a month, and we'd, you know, decided to partner with Lee. She's amazing, and I'm always gonna be thankful for her giving me the opportunity to like try this hair braiding scheme. And the whole thing was like, I'm gonna see if I can do it for a year. Mm-hmm. If I can, you know, have a series of shows that are cool. Like that would just be a cool thing. I'd, I'd curated like the Crudco 10 year anniversary show in 2004. Uh-huh. Um, but really hadn't curated. Um, I just knew that a bunch of my friends, uh, either weren't making enough art or there was no one really championing like mm-hmm. young arts, independent art. I mean, you, you know, as I said it before, like you have the institutions that don't necessarily do a lot, or at least at the time weren't doing a lot for local art. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have festivals and that, Oh, they serve their purpose, but that's not developing artists. No, that's that's people looking for deals. Yeah, you know, and it's not the best. It's a different sort of hustle. It's a total that. different hustle, and I, you know, kudos to everyone who does that. Like I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. It's just not. I. It's crazy to me. Well, we can see. I mean, you, you like you, you like I said this is a ten year anniversary show yeah. that you, you clearly what your, your strength is creating some amazing shows. Thank you, Tony. Uh, WRFC. 
Rochester Free Radio, 106.3. This is the Mind of Magnus. I am Matt. We're listening to an interview that was done last night with uh, Eric Lehman of 1975 about their uh, his show coming up, Dearly Departed, which is uh, running October 20th to the 28th. Is that right? Yeah, it may uh, 28th. It may be uh, a little longer if we can squeeze it out of there, but that's pretty much the, the time for it. You'll be able to see... Um, uh, there's hours. Check out his uh, the Twitter handle, uh, 1975ish, or Instagram. Uh, I always tell people follow the 1975 on the, uh, not the band 1975, but 1975 the gallery, just so you know, too. Um, but follow them. We're going to try to squeeze some uh, viewing hours in after uh, after business hours and that uh, as much as we can. Check it out. And there's 60, 70-something artists in this, the... Yeah, you can see that back, yeah, the back of the card here. I'm looking at the names on this. There's a we've got a cool card here. So Joe Guy Allard is on here. Uh, let's see who else. Uh, yeah, Sean Lugo, yeah, yeah. Uh, a guy named uh, John Magnus. I don't know who that dude is. Champlain. Who the heck's that? Weird. <laughs> Carter Burwell, friend of the show. She's on there. Actually, a bunch of friends. I went through this. John Perry, Matt Roberts. A bunch of people are going to be on that show. In that show is going to be on there. Um, I think we even had we had Jason uh, Barber was a, as a guest was on here too. We, there's a lot of folks that have, are making an appearance, and the theme of that show is going to be Halloween, spooky, everything else. So go there, check out some amazing art, and get yourself in the holiday spirit. So it's right across. If you guys don't know where it is, so you know where Lux is on South Ave, across the street from there, and uh, across the street and down a little bit further. So formerly Full Moon Vista, you got it. Two doors down from formerly Mise en Place, right? Yeah, maybe a little more now because I think. Two maybe, doors maybe down now more. is yeah a couple, couple more down because I think yeah. two doors down from it now is uh, an Allstate uh, insurance. So, ah. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, across street from Little Button too. If you guys know where that is, but South Ave six six one South Ave, um, it's actually right across the street, which I think he mentions. And uh, we have a little bit more of the interview coming up too. Uh, but he talks about the kind of the kismet of where it is and how it happened and everything else. Uh, but this has been a great great interview so far. I'm, it's interesting to hear myself ramble on. So. It's been a lot of fun. Now we're going to get the the origin story of dun, dun, dun. how Magnus met Eric here on WRFC Rochester Free Radio, the Dearly Departed show. I was introduced to you via I, you guys gave one of the TED talks. I think you did the pop up for the Sweet Meat. I did show. a pop. Well, it wasn't Sweet Meat, but it was, was pop up for the three year anniversary show. That's right. That's right. So, um, yeah, I mean, we'll, we can talk about that real quick. Um, that was at Jiva Theater for the 2011 TEDx. And I had the yards had just opened, mm. and I had um, there'd been I'd been doing shows for about three and a half years, and I was uh, there was a fire in surface the original surface above the original surface. They were waiting for a new space, kind of, and it was going super slow, and just nothing was happening. And I was kind of looking at like maybe I should just take a break for a while. We had done the sweet meat. Uh, Welcome to Sweetsville show, which then led to the yards. And so I was the first show in the yards. Uh, and that one was the By the Pale Moonlight third year anniversary show. Mm. Seems so long ago. <laughs> um, any, another like, you know, spooky stories. <laughs> it's, what you, it's part of what makes you it's, you, I it's think. It's me, really. man. I'm just a creep. I don't know. Like a, <laughs> a little creepy dude. I, you know, I'd actually tried to get a TED Talk. And... I, I, I would get the TED Talk the next year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a fun one. It's a fun one if you go find it. Yeah. On on YouTube. Um, but uh, they had just they thought it would be cool to have like this pop up gallery. So we create. You know, we took some of the work from that show and, and 
made a pop-up gallery in the smaller theater jiva um made a lot of cool connections you know talked to a lot of people and it was fun just to kind of show i was one of those connections it works yeah is that where we met yeah we met there the first oh, time i met you there and then within a couple weeks it was uh there was a big dinner party or something at the yards oh the gazelle Gazelle, yeah the and actually i think one of the things was i walked up and i liked your glasses then i still like them. they had the green glasses oh i, think. I missed those things the, the, those things like they still they, they still in my brain oh. as as the, and uh, you were standing in the corner i walked up i'm like i don't know if you remember me but i met you and we had a blast just yeah. chatting for a bit and then that was it i, I we, awesome. we talked there for a while and then that was so yeah tedx rot is where we met Thanks, you were standing TEDx, there guys. yeah exactly um, uh, and side note you should definitely check out your talk on tedx to know more about eric Lehman. yeah also i appreciate that in the background of that one is freud's uh couches yeah right? so so there's a i, I don't want to give away too much about no, that no, tedx no. talk there's no a, just check it out I yeah think. it's it's uh ted if you search tedx rochester eric Lehman or tedx eric Lehman defining moments mm-hmm. um i do it's a short one like eight or nine minutes i'll try to put the tag uh the, oh, the cool. in, on the, in the uh facebook post and awesome. stuff online so yeah so it's it's just about uh how how, how we turn a frown upside down mm-hmm. uh, but yeah we, we can focus i mean that's delicious lemon lemonade out of the most sour lemons ever um yes Ugh. but it's you know i view the, the events that i talk about absolutely is crucial in me becoming who i am mm-hmm. and i wouldn't change those events which is a whole other discussion for yeah. today. We'll have that for a podcast uh, yeah, one day. We'll ramble on. One. Yeah, yeah. That one's gonna be a long one. Yeah, which is uh, great. This podcast, it's a heavy one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll we'll have we'll have a nice big podcast chat. Best yeah. one there. We can swear on the podcast, which is great. Cussy and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, but so 1975, right, we okay, had um, so TEDx was there. We uh, the we went on to uh, you were doing the first show at the Yards, um, and next things you were doing. Um, Oh, what, ha- what happens next? So we had three and a half years was for the the te- uh, the three and a half years. So, so if you were going historically, um, I was actually going to wind down. We did that, and then it was after like the gazelles and, and the the awesome stuff that, the, that Lee and Sarah were starting at the yards. We um, I got introduced to Jerry Verassi, mm. uh, who used to own Two Vine, and he owns that little suite of buildings there. And he saw what was going on at the yards wanted something to happen uh, in what was the old little bakery. And so he um, reached out to Sarah, Sarah, Sarah Rutherford. Sarah Rutherford says, talk to Eric Lehman. Don't talk to anyone else. <laughs> you know, we had this rad little 20 minute conversation uh, in the middle of January. I have fo- the photos from that day um, of just checking this spot out uh, with my, uh, Angie Carter, who you know was my, we were dating at the time, and an amazing human who did Bake It or Cleave It, and she's going to be bringing back her delicious food for for dearly departed. Um, oh, so if you have perfect. no other reason to come eat the most amazing food you're going to eat in Rochester, she um, she's studying what her, the food she makes. I actually yeah, yeah. get uh, got her stuff for Mother's Day events she yeah. does too. So. Yeah. But uh, uh, yeah, it was just me, her, and Jerry, and and it literally was like a 20 minute conversation, a handshake. And we were off. And so then it is like raising some money, um, renovating the space. It's now Ugly Duck Coffee for those of you who are new to the city. Um, but we, you know, I did this Kickstarter. We, we launched Wall Therapy 2012 from there uh, when it was like half finished, like a little soft opening, September 2015 or 2013. We had the first shows in there called Home is Where the Art Is. Um, and. I was in that space for three years. We would do just about a show a month. 
um, a couple times too. Two little week shows, something like week long shows, um, whatever events, you know, whatever would happen. And it was, it was awesome. That was, I mean, really my first. I mean, this has really been my first official business. That was my first brick and mortar. Um, just so many firsts and so many lessons learned. And I mean, all throughout it, like from the beginning. I mean, going clear, like I said, I thought I, w- I wanted to last a year. Mm-hmm. And I was like, if I can last a year, I've proved the point to myself that I could do it. And we got to the end of that year, and people were like, "Well, what's next?" And 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 it was awesome because it was people came out and they. They support it. And, like, you know, we didn't sell art till the second show. Mm-hmm. But then people started coming by art. And one of the most important th- interactions I ever had was with someone who came up. And the piece she was buying, she's like, I'm a fan of this artist. She just had a show in a gallery. But I'm a, I don't feel comfortable in a gallery, but I feel comfortable here. And so the, the notion of being inviting, of, of breaking down the boundaries between art collecting, art, art collecting and um and everyday people mm-hmm. and fighting those, those misconceptions, the, the misconception that, that society has given us that art isn't for people. No, it's for um, the very, the people who get it or the, the yeah. Yeah. Like you have to have a, f- a freaking degree or something like, no, like dude, I'm a tech nerd. That's the best part. Like, if you know, my day job is super tech <laughs> and my, every part of my life is this super crazy art, art adventure. Um, but that was a huge thing. Just, I, I want, I want people to to live with art and experience art and, and you have you made that for me actually get, if it get what I get out for, of it you know your uh uh the reason I got more into art was actually thanks to you asking me if I want to put uh art in uh one of the one of the shows that's awesome <laughs> I didn't even know I didn't know <laughs> okay, revelations a, revelation totally uh, I was uh um I was doodling uh random uh, email or uh, postcards to someone every day I would send a postcard to one of my exes when she was mm-hmm. she was uh away in uh Buffalo I believe mm-hmm. going to school so I sent one in there and you I was actually at uh the show one of the shows popping up there and um you came up to me like, listen, do you want to put art in the thing? And I had just got into doing art uh, with – I was with the Dude's Night Out. Yep. And I just did the first show of the Dude's Night Out was that one. And then two weeks later was that show. that yeah. would be, And I I told her, I'm like, I don't, I don't know what's going on. Like, people like my artwork. And <laughs> I credit how I perceive and how art should be is thanks to you helping me – under like how I went into your gallery first and that set a bar that – few can ever live up to. It's the Eric Lehman thing. Thank you. And it changed how I perceive art should be perceived to everyone else. Like how I think everyone should experience art and, and appreciate art. But yeah, it's actually thanks to you that I do art now at the weird level that I am. It's you. That is crazy. (laughs) I I, I just, to me, you've always been there as the most interesting man in Rochester. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it was, it was like, it's, it's just, you know, nuts to me. And, and I just, I just, I dig it, you know. I just dig art, man. Mm. Um, but yeah, so to kind of run through the history. I did that for up through 20, November 2015. And for a million reasons, uh, or it was actually October 2015 was the last show. It was called Here Lies, 1975. Um, closed down November 1st. Uh, painted the Till We Meet Again mural with mm-hmm. St. Monsey uh, as a way to just, I was like, I'm not. I'm not here, mm-hmm. but I'm not totally going away. Yep. It's the, not the, goodbye. It's mm-hmm. till we meet again. And Which I thought was a great part on that. Because yeah. people would would go to that bill. I mean you still you see it's still on the wall there now. Yep. And it was the perfect thing. People are like, is is he ending? And like, no, look at right there, till we meet again. It's yeah. it's 
clearly right there. Plus, I mean, Monty's work is yeah, awesome. and I love like I love working with Monty. Um, if you come to the opening, you'll get to see my new, uh, my second custom painted Monty suit. Oh my god! I, I'm um, there. Uh, you were showing someone uh, like some aspects of it the other day, and I, I put my eyes away. I'm like, no, I need. To oh, that's the, awesome! I, I want to be uh, the unveiling. I want to see yeah. you in this. So. It's 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 super fun. This, he's a, one of my favorite people and my best friends and. Um, yeah, like he was down and, and, and we were just at a, I just a quick tour and, and I've got the painting that he did from a, I can't remember the name of the show, but it was over at Axum and it had this like really muted kind of Halloween color palette to it. Obviously I love Halloween mm-hmm. and, uh, that became the basis for the color colorway for that. Just super saturated compared to, to what the, the original painting was. And, um, one of the things I love so much about like the Till We Meet Again mural is I've got my meaning for it. You know, it is, it is like, it's almost uh, like a daily reminder to myself that you're not done yet. Mm-hmm. Don't, you know, don't forget. But I love so, like so many pictures on social media of people who go there with their friends who are moving away and it's become like their, their Till We Meet Again moment. And, that honestly wasn't in my plan, <laughs> um, but I couldn't be happier with that. And it's like it's also the exit of the parking lot, which you know, it's I, I thought a bit about like how can I keep this mural up as long as possible. <laughs> <laughs> I had the kind of you know when Rory was taking over with Ugly Duck, I, I talked to him, pitched it by him, showed him the designs, and then as well as with Jerry Verassi, I was like you know I would love to keep this up as long as I can, yeah. and it's become such. I mean, it's kind of become an icon. You know, like yeah. it's become like a pretty popular mural, which I'd never expected because I look at who we bring in. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'm not their level. <laughs> but it's, it was really, really psyched. Um, so that, that, that meant a lot to me is to be able to have that kind of like still have a thing that impacts people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I knew what I've done the last couple years since I closed is I made sure there was at least like two or three events or pop-up galleries mm-hmm. since then. So um, in 2016, uh, I co-curated with um, a couple other folks a, a show called Hoarders of Cool, which was a uh, benefit the Rock City Skate Park. We're yeah. finally getting October 2019. Oh, my gosh, yes, yes, After yes. ten and a half years of fighting for that thing. So, so excited. So we did a, a show that was our private collections of skateboards and skateboard memorabilia. And it was with... Aaron from Krugco and Alan, who you also used to work at Krugco, and then Eric from Old Skull, mm. um, even some stuff from Art from Samurai, which was one of those iconic Rochester skate shops um, that I went to when I came to undergrad in '93. Like that was <laughs> wow. one of the first places I went. You know, got taken to was Samurai Skate Shop, and so we just filled uh, a more uh, of Monroe top and bottom with with top to bottom skateboards and hmm. and skate art and things like that even still it was it was a fraction of what we all had but it was such a fun thing it was a one day pop-up show um kept it going kind of that you know, yeah oh yeah yeah <laughs> well that's it and i had been kind of like you know straight up i got super depressed mm-hmm. <clears throat> um after i closed the gallery it was like a very much a loss of self i did not realize how much of me had become the gallery, like, like was in a time of the gallery until I mean, I, I associate it's, I mean, like, I know you work at RIT, but if someone yeah. asked me, what does Eric Lehman do? Yeah. It's like, oh my God, 1975, amazing. And I would, I would spin that part. And oh, by the way, I think he works at RIT. It, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, and not to, yeah. not to push anything no, down there, no. but I can see that. That's a big component of identity, is. Oh, is absolutely. That, so. And it, I mean, there was dark days. Last, like, we were just like super dark. 
<laughs> on and off. But um, being able to curate that show, I was like, oh my God, I forgot how much I missed this. Mm. And I just always had this goal in mind. Like, I don't know when or if I'm ever going to be able to open up a, a gallery again because the, the art market is hard. The art market is hard in Rochester to be able to have a dedicated space mm-hmm. selling artwork. Like, everyone we, I know, and, and that space, the 89 Charlotte space, was amazing for for a first time gallery. I there's so I wish I had storage. I wish I had a place to stage. Yeah. You know, there's so much that I just couldn't squeeze into that space. Um, at the same time, we it was amazing how we transformed it every single month. I was always impressed. Um, I, I never know. I mean, I I have a little bit of bias here, but we did like it'd be amazing shows, and then the next month would be something vastly different. I mean, like Monsi was there, had the colors going up and around. Yeah, the rainbow room. Rainbow, yeah. And I mean, then we had the boys versus girls. We had caves of cardboard, yeah, cardboard stuff. caves, and and that but that was it. It was like it's always about trying to like just just enable whatever the artists were, whether it was a group show or or like a solo show or or a small group show, like two or three, like a crew show or something. Mm-hmm. Um, my only rule is like whatever you do, we have to be able to repair it within a week for the next show because yep. we're hanging right away. <clears throat> you know, and you have to help me do this. I'm not doing it for you, you know. But I wanted to give. I always want to give the artists as much freedom as possible because that's when people do awesome stuff. Like yeah. when you're like, I was like, you don't have to about promotion or the details. Like you're an artist, make art mm-hmm. and make the best art you can given the time you have, and and. And you have a blank pet, like you said. They they could it was a white wall, do yeah. stuff. White walls. It, it was a beautiful thing to encounter someone who had a chance to go nuts. And mm-hmm. you, I mean, you would help. I, I mean, you would help encourage them. I'm a facilitator, also. Yeah, 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 exactly. But, and it's a beautiful thing to watch. Uh, thank you. Yeah, I was just, and that was it. And and I think one of the, because I, I heard it multiple times, one of the raddest compliments I think I ever got through the gallery would be from the artist. I was like, I didn't want to let you down. Dude, that's, that's, you know, and because I knew, I like, I mean, I, that's, I mean, I'm gonna start crying, but, but it's, it just showed, like, they, they knew I cared. They, I mean, if you've ever had to, you know, had the pleasure or displeasure of working with me, you know that my bar is ridiculously high for myself, mm-hmm. but also by extension, like that means you've got to work a little harder to get. I'm like, I don't expect you to be a nutball like me but mm-hmm. there's a level of quality I expect because we're going to do something we're going to do it the best way we can given the time constraints and limits we have simple as that like just do your all because you never know what was going to happen from it so let's have fun and do rad stuff uh, we actually um, one of the shows that was in there was we had Dude's Night Out Dick did a, yeah. a, a week long show uh, and so Matt Roberts, uh, guest, pre- previous guest in the show too, we yeah. had him on, and he was one of my gallery assistants. Yeah, yeah. At the time. Uh, when we were doing it, he actually the, we actually had in there like we've all we we did a bunch of bar shows, everything else, yeah. and the statement was like, no, no, this is we, this is Eric Lehman level. You have to reach like it was not fooling around. You got to yeah. bring your A game, yeah. and we it was it was but that way, and not in a. It was a sense of a warning, but more of like <laughs> more of an understanding. Like you have to understand yeah. that this isn't you're not half assing this thing in here. Yeah. You are. You're going to put in work that is meant to be at you're at the 1975 show. This is this yeah. is a gallery. This is this is not a random other stuff. You should you need to bring it. And it was it was a blatant, like it was a statement that with everyone standing in front of them, like this has to be done. This is that's awesome. So you 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 help everyone raise well, up to that bar. And so. that's always been my thing, whether it's through wall therapy, or whatever, like or or any of the art projects. Like for me, it's always about raise Rochester, right? Mm-hmm. If we all work together, 
we can uh, every, like uh, many people can benefit from this like everyone can benefit from it but it means you have to do your work and you have to get rid of your ego a little bit um because it, you know it, you know raise down to help everyone lift up each other and we're all going to work together you know to get everyone better mm-hmm. and um you know 1975 like after that first year and i was like oh wow so, there's something here that i just didn't even expect um i just i wanted it to be the beacon i wanted it to be the flag that um that if you were new to rochester or you you were like asking what was cool in rochester like or you wanted to know what's happening like i wanted 1975 to be a mark of quality i wanted it to be the beacon the the lighthouse um you know i don't remember, can't tell you how many times Someone's like, hey, I'm in Rochester for the day. I figured I saw this was a gallery. What else is cool? And I would just sit there and tell everyone, like, oh, check this out. Check that out. This is what you can do. And, um, you know, try to be as unselfish as possible because you're just putting out good karma and, like, mm-hmm. good vibes into the world um, so that even better things can happen. I oh, agree. Uh, so. It, actually, so the few times I held down the fort every once in a while at yeah, a show, yeah, yeah. and you, you're de- exactly that. People were like, they had to do a search for things, and whatever brought them onto there, whatever the, yep. the thing was, they were in there. Like, first time visiting, I saw this so-and-so artist was here. I had to check it out or something. What else is happening? And you always were that way. You, you wanted to, like, by the way, good food over there. Here's this. Whatever. Yep. You, it, was a, it was a great uh, pass-through of awesome things in Rochester, mm-hmm. and you're also helping go further down there. One and we had a we had a, um, a one of the few rules I had uh-huh. for anyone who was helping out and I love all of you whoever sat and hung out that enabled me to not be there 24/7. Mm-hmm. I love you all. <laughs> um, but the my whole thing cuz you know the way I started the ga- like ran the gallery was by just observing how other galleries ran theirs and imp- trying to improve upon it. And mm-hmm. One of the things I freaking hate is going into a gallery and the person sitting at the table doesn't even acknowledge you i was like to me that's the most pretentious bs yeah and i was like i just i it is antithesis to who i am as a person and so my thing is like i don't want you to be like annoying walmart greeter Mm -hmm. (laughs) but you know be friendly acknowledge whoever comes in be as accommodating and welcoming as possible like make them feel like they're supposed to be here because we are so fortunate that they chose to walk in our doors mm-hmm. and and like stay humble stay thankful like and and be as be as helpful as possible to um to maybe they're going to come back maybe they'll buy something maybe not mm-hmm. but maybe they'll tell someone they had a good experience and that will lead to something else and so WRFC LP Rochester 106.3 FM Rochester Free Radio. You're listening to the Mind of Magnus. This is Matt. What you're listening to is a conversation that Magnus had last night with Eric Lehman of 1975. The upcoming show, Dearly Departed, is happening at 611 South Avenue. I'm sorry, 661 South Avenue. So sorry. Don't miss it. Uh, it's the old full, full Moon Vista. Um, check it out. It starts on the 25th of October runs through more or less or the 20th of November, October starting this Saturday night. If hopefully you're listening harder than I have been. Um, so October 20th to the 28th at the very least at the uh, old full moon Vista at 662 South Avenue. Don't miss it. We're going to get back to that interview. Uh, this is what this show is going to be all about. This is the mind of Magnus. 
on uh, Rochester for Radio. And that's why, like the show coming up here, the the ten uh, year anniversary show, there is a theme. There is a. You, I mean, how many artists are involved okay. in this one? <laughs> <laughs> um, right now, I, I was counting. I, I think there's. 65 or 70 pieces on the wall so it's i think about 60 60 ish artists i I have to go through and look at the numbers again 60 artists and this is happening uh the date of it it is so our our, the party (laughs) the party is on uh saturday october 20th from 7 to 10 p.m Mm -hmm. it's at 661 south avenue which i mean i the fates were smiling on me and led me to a space that is across the street from where this whole crazy nonsense began. <laughs> it is across, like, if I walk out of the door and go straight across South Ave, as long as I don't get hit by a car, I will run into the original surface salon. And I, I mean, I, when that happened, like, I definitely was like, you know, like, got very emotional. I was like, I cannot believe how this worked out. Cause I'd been looking for a spot for months. Everything was was either falling through or I wasn't finding what I wanted. We were looking at trying to squeeze everything into the old service salon uh, with Lee and kind of be a quote unquote be a return to the roots. And uh, I I was like they'd they'd expanded so it was possible. But as I was leaving, I, I happened to look at the space next door and realized it was empty and it looked like a gallery. It's the old full moon vista spot. And uh, so a series of calls and emails later had a really cool conversation. And this is one of the rare moments where I'm really thrilled that there's a ton of stuff you can Google search about me. <laughs> um, where I talked to, to one of the folks from uh, Conor Properties. And he's like, I Googled you last night. Let's do this. Because I was asking, I was like, would you be open to a one-month mm-hmm. lease? Uh, you know, I want to do this pop-up show. This would be perfect. I'm low-maintenance. I just have to put some stuff and fix, fix some walls. Mm-hmm. You know, redo some of your lights. And, um, yeah, so it was, you know, within about a week after, and we're getting close where mm-hmm. I was about like a month and a half away. And I'm freaking out cause I don't know where to go. And I was about to just go, all right, we're just going to do it surface. And the space opened up and, and it was just this total kismet. Like it was meant to be mm-hmm. that, uh, and like I said, 2018 has been a challenging, challenging year for me in so many ways. And so when this was all coming together, I was like, I can't express how just happy and thrilled I was because you know it's. I always say like sometimes I'll walk into a space and it'll be like one of those heist movies where all the schematics are kind of being overlaid <laughs> over the room. Like that's sometimes how I see a gallery show come together where mm-hmm. it's like boop, 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 boop. you know the Ocean's Eleven theme is going, <laughs> and um, yeah, I just I saw the potential for doing what I wanted to do. And, you know, since it is a 10-year anniversary of this thing that has, you know, it's, again, it's always awkward for me, even now, to say it, it was like, it's had a giant impact on Rochester. Mm-hmm. And it was never necessarily my intention, but I'm so thrilled that I, you know, I, I remember going way back thinking, uh, I'm here for a reason. All my friends had left. I hadn't made the friend, you know, my, my art friends yet. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm here to be here for a reason. I don't know what. And it was like somewhere, I think as I was opening up the brick and mortar of 1975, I was like, holy hell, this is why I'm supposed to be here. Like, as I'm like doing the stuff with wall therapy and, and watching 
kind of the fruits of, of a lot of effort and a lot of hard work really impact the city in such a positive way. It's like, oh, this is why I'm supposed to be here. Mm-hmm. And um, so what I want to do for the 10-year show, or this 10-year anniversary, is for this first one, for October 20th, um, it's going to be a one-week show. Uh, we're going to be open almost every night. It's on Facebook. If you just search Dearly Departed or just go to mm-hmm. Night 75, you'll see posts about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's truly a return to, to the roots. Like I've, I've dropped a couple of times, but we're back in the South Wedge. Uh, it's about fun. It's about like art being fun and exciting and inviting and a, and a, a chance for people to get together look at amazing art, see people you haven't seen in a long time. Um, and it's funny, like I skipped my 25th an- like high school reunion this weekend <laughs> so that I could set up this show for next weekend because this just means the world to me more than anything else. Nice. And um, I had the opportunity, uh, we'll, we'll, I'll be announcing it a little bit later once it's officially announced on, on this other calendar. Um, but in March 2019, um, we're going to be having a more formal retrospective uh, that's going to, I mean, it, it's ultimately kind of going to be a look. It's as much about the artists in there as the the curation, like uh, the growth of my own curation, like in mm-hmm. of, of 1975 project. Hmm. And um, but uh, but before then, we're going to have fun with spooky stuff because that's what <sighs> is, I love. Like I love. You know, I, I, when my dad had hip surgery a couple of years ago, we're back home. And as the longest I've been home in years, it was like mm-hmm. six or seven days straight. And I was like finding all this weird, creepy stuff, like books on monsters and ghost board games and all kinds of things. <laughs> and I was talking to my dad about it. He's like, you always were into that creepy stuff, you know, <laughs> only not stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, you're always in that creepy stuff. He's like, you're always a little weird little kid. And I'm like, well, at least it was always that way. Exactly, I, feel, yeah, yeah. I actually feel better about that. I'm yeah. totally good with that. Yeah. And been true to yourself. Exactly, really. apparently. And um, so, yeah, this one is so much fun. And it's it was open to anyone who would ever shown in 1975 in the last decade, as well as a handful of people I've, I've started collecting mm-hmm. or met since 2015 that fit the bill. Nice. Um, so there's some rad art that came in this year. Thanks to Magnus for helping out a little bit mm-hmm. as well. I got the band back together, my old assistants Justin and uh, Matt, mm-hmm. and it it was crazy. Like we've had shows that took us twelve hours or more to put together back in the day. I mean, we were halfway done in six hours yesterday. Yeah, that's a big space. And it's a huge space, and I mean, we finished hanging in like two and a half hours today, and then just tweaking lights. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. And it was as if we had never stopped. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just cool. We like It was great having a moment talking about um, just how we grew as a group together um, and, and the way we looked at art and a way of, of arranging art on a wall um, to, to tell a fun story. Or like how do you, how do you take art from 60 different artists 
and make it feel unified. Mm-hmm. Um, you always have the theme, but still, like, how do you how do you get it to roll and flow on the walls yeah. to keep people moving, to look at it, find new things? It was, um, how do you juxtapose art to tell a story that was never intended to be told? Mm-hmm. You know, things like that. Yeah, and it, it was remarkable to watch you three stand there looking down and all the arts laid on the floor to kind of go up on the walls eventually. Yeah. And you're discussing, and one of the best things when they started talking about, well, this works well, and you're even taking into account of like frame weight and on how oh, laid it is there. That's a, and, um, but like it was, it's amazing to watch you three because you, you get each other. Uh, like yeah. you would, you'll start talking, and you guys, I don't know if you know this, but you have half sentences. Like, we should be doing Do the, we? oh, yeah, that, <laughs> Do that, that, I don't even know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you and, <laughs> just. Yeah, it was fun to watch. It, it's an amazing awesome. experience to see you guys, you know, working and have that machine yeah. going again. And so. I just, Justin Inucci and Matthew Roberts, I love you two so much. Mm. Um, I owe so much to those guys. Um, and here, I'm going to quick shout out. We have uh, Catriel and Michaela, who would come in on Sundays. They're RT students, and they've sent in work. Um, Shane Carl used to be there. Scott LeFevre, um, Magnus, of course. Mm. Um, Katie Verant came in. She would hang out and watch every once in a while. Um Beth Sumner would come in. She's got smart in this one. Um, oh, God. Oh, I, I can't remember her name. I, know, I see your Instagram, but I'm so sorry. Ah, I can't remember her name. But there's like a couple other people, but like like those were the crew that put in so much time helping out. Um, just just being there to, to ha- continue that conversation of a show or of art with whoever would walk in uh, on those other hours. It was, nice. It's awesome. It's like, it's, it's, I mean, anyone who knows me knows I'm a psychopathic workaholic who does not delegate well. Um, you're getting good at that. I'm, I'm getting better. I've been yeah, working getting, really yeah. hard. Yeah, yeah. No, in the past year, one of the best things, I think this new tenure, uh, there's a little different because there's definitely some more delegations happening. So well, I'll good. tell you, I, I mean, the lion's share of, of how this show is hung absolutely goes to um, Justin and Matt and uh, William Downs, who was in the show, George's piece as well, mm-hmm. um, who came in and... and it's cool. Like when we started, it would be like maybe heavy on me. And then by the time we finished at, at the old space, it's more like me helping, like, uh, you know, being the fine tuning and tweaking and um, final okay of sorts. Yeah. Like they know how I want to present art or how we, we would talk about how we'd present the story um, if, you know, if the artist wasn't telling us. And uh, yeah, it, I, I, f- I felt like this one, I was, I mean, I was dealing with a million other things that were fires to put out. But me having no worries of those guys being able to put together an amazing looking show on a wall and yeah, us like having that interplay and discussion, it's like, no, you know, oh, well, I think we joked, like, I thought this was a democracy. Like, yeah, but my sake goes. <laughs> like, uh, um, but no, not having, yeah, like being, allowing myself to be overridden on a decision because their idea was way better than mine. You have yeah. faith in their ideas. Absolutely. Their, their like, and, and, and I think too, watching those guys grow as as, and I think all of us grow as as being able to explain why we want to do something a certain way. Mm-hmm. And I think that's super huge for any artist to be able to explain why. It's like it's just because I said so. Here's why we're doing this. Because when you explain it and it clicks for someone else, that leads to another like that. That's in your pocket now. That's in your toolbox mm-hmm. to be able to present work in in interesting and exciting ways for a viewer. Nice. So, so uh, this hour has already flown by. Uh, so if you guys uh, give a, a reminder of when it is and when what yeah. You're for. So it is this Saturday night from seven to ten p.m. Uh, Saturday, October twentieth. Uh, I really hope you guys can come out. 
Uh, we'll be open Saturday, 12 to 4. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday from 5.15 to 8. Uh, Saturday, Sunday from 12 to 4 again. Uh, I'm trying to be able to get some Friday hours in there for the, the 26th, but mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm trying. We'll see. <laughs> Watch the Facebook page to see if we can get those hours in there. But we're having some hours after work hours. Um, nice. So I'll be going from RIT right over there to hang out. Um, come talk. Come share stories. Um, come look at amazing art. Yeah, and share come stuff. reminisce, I mean, man. Yeah, reminisce. Yeah. 10, uh, 1975, like, it is a, a component of Rochester, and it's a very yeah. vital part of Rochester. The chair, like, I, you didn't know I was talking about, like, 1975 started me going into the That's path I'm in. So. I'm, I'm honored. Uh, well, so, Eric Lehrman, thank you for being here. Uh, so thank you so much. And uh, thanks for also testing out the uh, rig. Hope it works. Yeah, out. this thing is awesome. We should do more. I'm totally we should, done. We'll be doing a bunch more podcasts with this. So. Yeah, that'd be rad. Uh, but done. cool. Uh, I'll post all the links on the Facebook page. But, Eric, thank you for being here. Uh, thank you, man. And uh, this is going to be an amazing show. Check it out, folks. So that was Eric Lehman. Uh, I had a blast interviewing with that man. He's a cool dude. Uh, he was, I was happy to have him on. Uh, he, Like I said, he was the first guest we ever had on this show. He's been on multiple times, and my Halloween would not be the same without him. So we're going to be having him, uh, some of his stories. Actually, during that interview, I got a few more of his little ghostly tales. Uh, so the Monday before Halloween, we're going to have some uh, ghostly tales popped up from Eric Lehman, some other great authors, um, and uh, some cool Rochesterians telling their ghostly stories. Uh, so thanks for again for listening, folks. This has been the Mind of Magnus here. Um, uh, you notice we didn't do trivia tonight. We uh, There's some handful of uh, tweets that came in and said hi. Uh, they enjoyed it. But uh, again, check out Duly Departed, 10 years of 1975. Uh, it's 661 South Ave, and you'll see it. Just look for the, all the awesome people hanging out, having great times, talking about amazing art. And there's 70 or so people in this thing, so definitely want to check it out. It so. really is a murderer's row of Rochester's artistic talent. Uh, and also the food's going to be amazing there, trust me. Uh, uh, Angie. Uh, uh, Carter Rowell is amazing what she does. Her kitchen is phenomenal. So, Matt, looks like we're coming up to the end of time, right? here. We sure are. So do you want to give a shout out because our theme song always makes me happy and dance? Absolutely. Our theme song is, as always, Paradise Engineering by the band Yacht off the Shangri-La album. Uh, Tonight, no end music. You just get us. Mm. But on behalf of Magnus, I just want to say thank you very much for listening. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the interview as much as we did doing it. Mm. And uh, we'll see you next week.